What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baruti on Talk Radio 790-KABC. If this is the first time you're joining welcome. Baruti. I'm an attorney here in Southern California, and I specialize in estate planning, making sure that my clients have the proper legal documents for the day that they pass away or become incapacitated. And if you don't have that plan, trust me, the government is going to have one for you. If you want to get more information about me and my firm, you can visit my website, BarutiLaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I Law.com. And the direct line to my office is 424-465-9003. And if you're driving and can't write down that number, you can always visit the KABC website under Weekend Programming. Just click on Love, Death, and Money. And all our prior shows are also on there on the iTunes podcast so you can listen to previous shows and get some information there as well. Today I want to talk about something really important and um, if you are a Medi-Cal recipient this can impact you and what would happen to the home that you live in at this moment. So you definitely should pay attention if you are on Medi-Cal and you want to learn how you can protect your family and your home for the day that you pass away. But for those of you that are messaging me and asking where you can get a copy of my book, um, it's called Love, Death, and Money. That's why the show is called Love, Death, and Money. Uh, you can visit Amazon.com. I know many people have messaged me or called the office. This book, Love, Death, and Money, a woman's guide to legally protecting yourself, is a guide for specifically women on how they can protect themselves different stages of life. Um, I go through a woman going off to college, to a woman just living with a partner, getting a divorce, about to become um, married, and how they can protect themselves during these different stages and how these specific cases, there are red flags to watch for when these clients didn't properly plan. So it's a really easy to understand guide that kind of takes you the first part of the book through why estate planning is important, why you need it, how to find an attorney that can help you. And the second part is how to avoid the trap. Again, the book is called Love, Death, and Money. You can go on Amazon.com and pick up a copy. Um, There's also a Kindle version. So let's get into Medi-Cal. If you can take notes and you're not driving right now, I really recommend doing so because this can ultimately 
impact your future, your family's future. And I love talking about estate planning so much. I, I really do. Um, I've been doing this for almost 12 years. I love radio. Uh, this is a way for me to get this information out there because I know there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to estate planning. I can't tell you how many times people call me and they say, you know, well, I heard that if I have less than a million dollars, I don't need to plan. Um, I've heard that everything will transfer to my family and I don't need to do anything. I've heard that uh, trusts and wills are only for the rich and famous. These are misconceptions and I don't know who (laughs) spreads them, but please make sure that you talk to an attorney because that is not the case. In California specifically, there are interstate laws, and every state has their own interstate laws when somebody dies without a trust or a will. Now, the court that administers these laws is the probate court. Now, because of the pandemic, the courts are really behind. I mean, we were already behind in L.A. County specifically. There's a backlog of cases, and then you added COVID and the pandemic to the mix, and it can take anywhere from a year to a year and a half to be able to just go before a judge and say, hey, my family member died and I'm the rightful heir of this estate and I just want to get what's rightfully owed to me. That can take a year to just go before the judge. Usually probate court takes anywhere from six months to two years. I mean, I've seen cases that have taken five years, six years. It, it, it really depends on the specific situation. But why would you want your family to go through that process of waiting and having to deal with the courts? In my opinion, as an attorney, it is probably the worst thing that can happen, having to deal um, with a judge and lawyers and this and that. It just, it, it really sucks the energy out of a loved one. So in order to avoid that, you can have a plan beforehand, a trust, a will, that will basically control how your estate gets distributed. And you're controlling from the grave on how you want your stuff to be distributed amongst your family members, your friends, whoever the case may be. If you don't do this, there are already laws that will distribute your assets for you. And that's why I said, if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. California probate courts have codes and they will distribute your assets according to that law. But It's not that simple. Some of you I know are listening right now and you're rationalizing not doing a plan, not having a trust or a will because you're like, okay, well, if it's supposed to go to my spouse and my kids, then they'll just get it. Why do I have to pay money now to organize all of this? Well, it's not as easy as they're just going to distribute it to your family members. They're also going to take a big chunk of it. Your family would have to hire an attorney. The attorney gets paid statutory fees based on the value of the estate. Just $500 is for the filing fee with the probate court. Probate court takes the fee. Before you know it, 50 to 60% of the estate is gone. And you can avoid doing that by getting a plan, having a trust, and deciding beforehand how your assets get distributed. Now, very briefly, I want to go over what these interstate laws are in California, because you may be listening right now and you don't want these individuals to inherit what you have. So let's go through the interstate uh, chart for just a moment. So if you pass away 
and you have a spouse, but no children, no parents, no siblings, then obviously your spouse inherits everything. But again, remember, they still have to go through the probate process. If you die and you have children but no spouse, your children inherit everything. Again, that is great if you want that to happen. But what happens with children that are under 18, that are minors? This is going to be an issue because a minor cannot hold an asset like property. Or what if your kids are actually 18 and over, but they're just really bad with money or they have drug and alcohol problems? I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, I know that the parents that I've spoken to over the course of the last decade would not want a child who has alcohol and drug problems to inherit a big lump sum, okay? So when you do the trust, you're able to control how the asset gets distributed. So let's go back to the chart. If you're someone who dies with parents, but no children, spouse, or siblings, your parents inherit everything. Now, this is where it gets a little interesting. If you're someone who dies and you have spouse and children, your spouse inherits all community property. Community property is everything that you purchase together during marriage or it's titled in both your names, excluding gifts or inheritance. So if you've had anything through um, a gift or an inheritance, that's your separate property. It's not community property. And then your spouse will inherit one-third of separate property, and the remaining two-thirds go to your children. Now, this is important. This is a very important area of the law that I want you to understand. So your spouse inherits all community property, great, but only one-third of separate property. What would separate property be? Like I mentioned, it's gifts, inheritance, or assets that are just in your name. So what ends up happening is often one individual comes into the marriage having more assets and they may have a home before the marriage. And that home becomes the primary residence for the couple and their family. And you may come into this partnership and this marriage contributing to the mortgage of that house. Your salary gets contributed to a pot and that pot, a portion of it gets taken out for the mortgage of the home, repairs on the home. But guess what? You're only getting one-third. This becomes an issue for those of you that are listening right now, and you are in a marriage where there is a prior child or children from a previous relationship. So your spouse has children from a prior relationship, and you're going to have to deal with the children. Because the children get two-thirds, and you only get one-third of the home. Now, if you don't have a good relationship with your stepchildren, this can create a lot of issues. And you may be asking yourself right now, like, Naz, why are you trying to cause so much drama? Listen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I have seen time and time again the family dynamics, what an impact that has when somebody passes away. Let me tell you something. If you haven't realized this yet, People change when it comes to money. People get funny around money. So the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do is have a plan and say beforehand, hey, if I pass away this home that my wife and I have been sharing for the last 15 years, I wanted to go to her. My children from a previous relationship, they're entitled to X, Y, and Z, but not the house. This is why it's so important to have a trust. 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baroudi on Talk Radio 790-KABC. We're talking about the importance of having an estate plan, having a trust, having a will. Because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you, and you're not going to like it. The worst thing that you can do is have your family go through probate court, the court that administers somebody's estate when they pass away without a plan. It's time-consuming, it's expensive, and it causes so many family issues, especially if you have a blended family, meaning children from a prior relationship. If you need to get a plan today and you've been putting it off for way too long, I want you to call me, Attorney Nas Baruti, at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003, or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. Again, the number is 424-465-9003. And this chart that I'm talking about right now um, that deals with what would happen if you die without a plan, what the laws are, it's actually covered in my book, Love, Death, and Money. And you can pick up a copy on Amazon.com. Just type in Love, Death, and Money, and it will come up. Now, let's go back to the chart for the the last two portions of this, and then we're going to get into Medi-Cal. If you're a Medi-Cal recipient, you definitely want to listen to this. All right. So if you die and you have a spouse and parents and no siblings, your spouse inherits all community property and half of separate property. Your parents inherit half of the separate property. So again, we go back to the previous point I made. Imagine your spouse passes away the home that you lived in was only in their name. It was their separate property from before the relationship. You're going to inherit half, but guess what? Your in-laws are going to inherit the rest. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I know that many of you are very aware that in-laws sometimes don't get along with their their daughter-in-laws or their son-in-laws, and there's a lot of family drama. So imagine having to share the home that you've been sharing with your spouse for the last decade with your in-laws. I don't think anybody wants to do that. Again, this is why it's so important to have a plan. Now, if someone dies with a spouse and siblings, no parents, same thing. The spouse inherits all community property and half of the separate property. The sibling inherits half of the other remaining, uh, 50% of the decedent's estate. So this is why it's so important to have a trust. You can control from the grave. Everything will be in your control while you're alive. And if something were to happen to you, that's when your estate will be distributed. It's a great way to avoid probate and not have your family fight and be stuck in court paying ridiculous amount of fees for that process. Now, If you are a Medi-Cal recipient, I want you to pay close attention. If you can write down this information, please write it down. I know that many people call and they are concerned about being Medi-Cal recipients. They have heard that there's Medi-Cal recovery. And I want to explain to you how that works for a minute. So for those of you that are on Medi-Cal, Medi-Cal is based on income because you don't meet, um, you're under the requirements of of You don't have enough income to help you with your medical costs. So if you're under a certain amount, Medi-Cal kicks in, and Medi-Cal will cover a lot of the costs for your medical care. Now, many people think that's free, 
It's not in a way because when you're on Medi-Cal, you can only have a certain number of assets, okay? Usually it's a home, it's a bank account with like $1,000, $2,000, and a car. You can't have more than that. If you have more than that, then you don't qualify for Medi-Cal. But what tends to happen is that when you pass away, after your death, there is a claim on your estate if you are a Medi-Cal recipient. And let me explain that to you. So if you received Medi-Cal from 55 years of age onward, the state has a right to claim whatever they spent on you back. And basically that money goes back into the system for the new Medi-Cal recipients that are coming in. But if you die after January 1st, 2017, the Medi-Cal rules have changed a little bit as far as Medi-Cal recovery, okay? The state, after your death, has four months usually to file a claim. But they can't file a claim unless your estate is subject to probate. Okay, let me, let me explain that again. They, let me repeat that again. They can't file a claim unless your estate is subject to probate. So if you're listening right now and you're on Medi-Cal and you have a home, you better believe it is crucial, crucial for you to put your home in a trust. Because if you don't put it in a trust and it goes through probate, Medi-Cal can file a claim against your home for all the money that they spent on your medical care. And what does that mean? That means that let's say that you have a paid off home, okay, $750,000. And for whatever reason, your kids want to sell this home, but it goes through probate after you die because you decided not to get a trust in place. When it goes through probate, Medi-Cal will come and file a claim. Let's say that claim is for $200,000 that they spent on you. When your children go to sell that house, Medi-Cal has a claim on it, meaning they will get their $200,000 first and the rest then gets distributed to your children. But let's not forget, your kids still have to pay attorney's fees, they have to pay the probate court, and they ha it's time consuming. So there could be nothing left for your kids. So why, why, let me ask you again, why, if you are on Medi-Cal, would you want your estate, your home, to go through probate knowing that they can file a claim against it? I think that many people are unaware of this. Trust me. I mean, the, the, the random calls that I get throughout the week, people are unaware. I know many of you are listening right now and you are on Medi-Cal and you have no idea that this law exists. You think that because you are on Medi-Cal, it's free, and no one's going to come after what you have. The most important thing you can do for your family right now is to put this home in a trust. If you need to get a trust in place and you've been putting it off and you don't know where to start, you can give my office a call, Attorney Nan Faruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. You can set up a Zoom meeting with me and I will be happy to explain this to you one-on-one. -on -one. I do all of my appointments myself. Right now, we're still keeping appointments to Zoom, but you can definitely 
call, leave your name and number, say you listen to me on KABC and you want to make an appointment to go over creating a plan because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like this plan. Now, if you're listening right now and you had a loved one that passed away and they didn't have a plan and you have to go through this probate process and you need help, you can definitely call my office. Or if you are going through an issue with an estate of a loved one and you're a beneficiary and there's just, it's, you're not getting the share that you're supposed to, things are not being handled properly and you need to take that trust, that estate, and you want to take it to court. We also do trust litigation. And believe it or not, it's a huge thing right now. I've seen so many trust litigation cases that are coming through to our office with clients that are having issues with the trustees or the managers of the estate of a loved one who's passed away. They are not getting proper accounting. They are not properly getting the distribution that they are owed. And there is definitely something you can do about it, but we would have to speak to you first and see what your, your case is about and if we can help you. The most important thing that you can do today is understand that your life is in your control. It is up to you as an adult to get the proper information that's needed to protect yourself and your family. There are so many resources available to us out there. Like this radio station, really, I truly love KBC so much. I've been with the station for a very, very long time. I listen to all the programming. I believe in this station. And the information, the weekend programming that they provide you really can impact your life. Right now, we're in a time in this country where it is vital that we help each other and we remain positive and hopeful. And one of the ways that we can do that is to protect ourselves and to protect our family. And what better way than to rest assured knowing that if something were to happen to you today, no state official, no government official, no court is going to come in and tell your family what to do. They have decided, you have decided beforehand, if I'm not around, this is what I want, okay? If I'm not around, these are the people that I want to make decisions for me. These are the people that I want to make medical and financial decisions for me if I become incapacitated. It is so crucial more than ever right now for us to get our affairs in order. In my opinion, the way I look at life is it's always game time. It's always on because you don't know what life is going to throw your way. And if you are not prepared, trust me, if your foundation is not secure, the worst thing you can get yourself into is having your family go through the court process when they should be at home grieving the loss of a loved one, not dealing with lawyers, not dealing with judges, not dealing with accountants and CPAs and the IRS, but basically having that peace. There is nothing more that I love that is, is it's so, um, what's the, it's priceless to me. I mean, like my peace is the most important thing. So tomorrow is my birthday. And I have to tell you this year, this past year, it was my goal to create a life of peace and I want to continue that theme to the next year. And as an attorney, I've seen a lot of horrible cases. And I can tell you, the best thing you can do for your family is to have everything organized for the day that you pass away. Because death does not discriminate against age, gender, race, socioeconomic level. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. The last final gift that you can give your family is to go out with organization, okay? 
I have seen so many clients that have come to my office, they have no idea where their parents or their husbands or their, or their siblings had accounts, who paid their mortgage, how was their mortgage being paid, what kind of businesses did they have, did they have a retirement account, none of this is available. But when you do a plan with our office, we give you this amazing, beautiful trust binder, and it has these great tabs that basically organize your life from your financial accounts, your retirement accounts, your life insurance policies, um, where important documents are, deed paperwork, mortgage paperwork, you name it, I've organized it in this binder. So when someone passes away, they just pick up that binder and everything is organized. And if you want to get a plan today, I want you to give my office a call, 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. And if you're a little hesitant to start the process, I understand, but the best thing you can do is pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money. You can get it on Amazon.com. I like the paper copy because you can take notes and then pass it along to a friend or a family member. There is also a Kindle version. But this book really opens your eyes a little deeper into why it's so important to have a plan. It really goes into detail. I think the second part of the book is, is really um, eye-opening because it shows real-life cases. But the first part is also good because it's an instruction on how to find an attorney, what you need to look for, how much it's going to cost you, and what legal documents you need. Please Stop using online resources. I don't really like online resources because then you think you're saving money by using an online resource and then you realize it's not properly completed or it's halfway completed and then you have to pay even more to have an attorney fix it for you. So again, if you want to get a plan in place, you can give my office a call, attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. Nine zero zero three, or you can visit my website barudilaw.com. That's b a r o u t i law.com, and you can go on the KEBC website under weekend programming. All our information is on there on the weekend programming section, and you can listen to past shows on iTunes. Again, the name of the book is called Love, Death, and Money: A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. And you can get it on Amazon.com. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like it. If you're just tuning in, this is Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. Please enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe. Spend time with your family. And again, make sure if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. Get a plan today. Call my office, 424-465-9003, I'll be back same time, same place next week, Saturday at 5 p.m. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Author and coach Tony Robbins. You don't experience life. You experience the life you focus on. Singer Jason Derulo. My happiest moments have always been in the grind. Singer Jewel. I think healing is a gritty, gritty job. It's you looking in the mirror and going, what do I got? No one's coming for me. I'm coming for me. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Inside Look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. 